This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Tis the season to be a staggy after a fairly successful November. Mansfield Town head into December full of festive hope of what's to come, starting with an FA Cup second round trip to League One strugglers Doncaster Rovers on Saturday. Nigel Clough has his squad firing on all cylinders right now, but will he continue to implement his new three at the back system, implemented at one o'clock last Saturday, or will he revert back to four at the back to take on the League One outfit? And getting the win down at Stevenage was very important uh, for the first away win of the season and then to back it up. Disappointed at uh, the result at Sutton, but then to back it up with another win. You know, uh, it was great. We are going for wins. You know, we set up to get the win, uh, not to sort of be defensive uh, and maybe nick a point away from home. Uh, we're, we're, we're trying to win every game. We say, you know, to win the two out of the three is better than staying unbeaten and, you know, winning one, drawing two. Will Ollie Hawkins stay up front? Can Reese Oates continue to be the talisman? And will John Joe O'Toole get a Christmas bonus in the form of an extended contract? It's a, a very tough position, really, and I do really enjoy it when I play there. And, and like I say, if I play there again, I, I, I'll be happy to. Like, I, I did actually at one point see myself just playing there the rest of the season, but we have got a lot of quality defenders like you just named and even some more that have just come back from injury and stuff. So if it's a case where I don't really need to be back there anymore or, or, it, is, or it isn't, then I'll, I'll be happy to uh, go back up front. And how much importance do you place on a good FA Cup run, with the Stags having a huge chance to progress and get into the hat for round three on Saturday afternoon? Lots of questions, lots of discussions and a brand new competition. This is the show for the fans, by the fans. Get involved right now on the live feed and have your say on your team. Why? Because Mansfield matters and this is the Mansfield Matters podcast. Good evening, everyone. Hope that you're all doing all right. Welcome to the Mansfield Matters podcast. It is the show for the fans, by the fans. Why? Because Mansfield always matters. And what amazes me about this podcast is I've got an array of people that can join me on this and to talk all things Mansfield Town. Sometimes I get one. Other times I get two. But today, I've not got one or two or three or four. There's five of us here. Wave to your cameras. Hello, everyone. Joining mm-hmm. me, hi everyone. 
On this evening, talk all things Mansfield Town. In the top left-hand corner of the screen, we've got Javi Al Hawkins. I might have to take the uh, the name captions off actually because I know they're really <laughs> difficult to read. Uh, Mr. Nathan Edge, good evening. Evening, how are we doing? To the right of me, we've got Cam, the confused <laughs> stag. More on that later on. Evening, Cam. <laughs> evening. Below me, we've got Mr. Clive Parkin. How are we? I'm very well, thank you very much. And we've also got the super sub, Sir. Alan Wilson is in the house. Evening, Al. How are you, mate? I'm very well, thank you. Craig, how's yourself? Very, very good. A little bit of housekeeping. So, we drafted Mr. Wilson, as we always do, to be a super sub because, A, Cammy's never usually available, but for some reason, his uni got, what, broken into last night or something, Cam? Yeah, um, so my... Uh, I go to UCFB, everyone knows. Oh, um, UCFB, uh, the, yeah, you, we know that, I'm <laughs> with it. There's, there's a building called the Study Hub across the road from Piccadilly uh, train station, and that's where my lectures, uh, lecture afternoon lecture would be on a Thursday, and it, it got broken into last night, so they've just, it's just been shut all day because CSI have been in there taking fingerprints and doing all this, and yeah, so I, I spent the day at Meadowall with my mum instead. And, and my daughter and my cousin. So I've been to Spoons, done a bit of shopping. And it's been quite nice. What have you got me for Christmas? Ah, um, you'll have to see. Oh, at least he's promised something. Uh, so we drafted Mr. Wilson for that reason. And then Clive, who's got the Edwin Stell Elf as his name uh, today, is <laughs> at Christmas time on uh, Christmas duty, on Chief Elf duty, isn't it, Clive, with the Edwin Stowe Lions? Yes, I'm, uh, I'm one of the National Elf Service. We uh, we go around people's uh, houses, knock on doors, and demand money off them at Christmas. <laughs> but clearly, it's an elf day off, so you've managed to make it tonight after all. When we thought you weren't, so um, we've ended up with five. And I'm I'm never going to turn away the opportunity to have a living legend on the show, and that is not you, oh, Cam. Thanks. It's it's Mr. Wilson. So uh, it's great to have you out. Uh, as always, you guys at home, please feel free to get in touch uh, and have your say on your team. Obviously, we couldn't be with you on Sunday. We did a little thing on Monday. Thanks for responding uh, to that. Um, so we'll have a little reflection on things. Uh, but let's start with breaking news, Mr. Wilson, and that is that uh, Doncaster Rovers have uh, dispatched with their manager ahead of uh, ahead of Saturday's FA. Cup tie? I know it worried me slightly when I read that, Craig, to be honest, because, you know, the uh, new manager's win syndrome, but uh, let's hope it's uh, not on uh, this Saturday. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm sure it won't be. They're going to be in caretaker charge for that one. Gary McSheffrey, I believe, will be in charge um, for that one. But it adds a little bit of extra spice to it, doesn't it, Alan? Because, you know, it is a it is a very, very big game for both teams. Doncaster struggling in League One. Mansfield on a, on a good little run. Not far down the road either. 3,000 plus supporters are going to be there as well. It's just going to be a superb day out. I'm really looking forward to it, and especially from what Martin Shaw had said about, you know, when they played crew in the AFL trophy, they put a full team out and lost 2-0, and he said they were abysmal. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Cam, obviously on uh, Saturday, the Stags won at Crawley. Nice little win for them. Great bit of form they're on at the moment. I know you're looking forward to the FA Cup tie as well, aren't you? Definitely. Um, firstly, big away game. Um, I think when when the cup draw is happening, that's that's the one game I think I looked out for the most. Um, we could have got um, could have got Knox County had they made it through their replay. We could have got Chesterfield. Uh, it, it's been all right, but I I, I would rather take uh, a Doncaster team that's really having a bad piece of form. The last time that these won was uh, the Checker Trade Trophy against. Uh, 
uh, can't remember who it was against or Papa John's or whatever it's yeah. called. And then they also beat Scunthorpe 1-0 as an own goal, but it, they've not played well since and they've played teams down near the bottom of League One. So you think, you know what? I think we could do this on Saturday. I believe we can. We're going to be talking tonight about the importance of an FA Cup run. Nathan, we always talk about, you know, doing well in the other in the other trophy and getting 10 grand in the, the pot. Prize money and much, much more in the FA Cup. And at this stage, this is the most critical stage of the competition, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, um, it's one of them, if you go out in the first round, you say, oh, you know, it doesn't matter really. You're, you're never you're never going to progress. But when you get, you know, get through that round and you get to the second round, then you start thinking about the big third round, don't you? And we've actually had two cracking tie, you know, two jaws, cracking jaws for the first two rounds with good away days, basically. So uh, obviously we're taking a great following to, to Doncaster. So if we can get by them, and like, like the other guys have said, it's a, it's a cracking opportunity. Let's not get carried away, but so it's a great opportunity for us to go out there and, and maybe get into that into the hat for the third round. And then you've got that, um, you know, that big possibility of, you know, a, a Premier League side and, you know, money in the in the pot or, um, you know, anything could happen. Or you could get a, a side, you know, lower down in the leagues and you still might look to progress again and get, uh, you know, progression money as well. So there's a lot of possibilities there. So everyone wants to get to at least the third round, don't they, really? And Clive, as Roger says in the comments, Donny getting rid of the manager puts a slightly different spin on the game. The Stags still have a great chance of winning, though. And, you know, Nigel Clough loves an FA Cup run. This is an opportunity that we have to have to take. We can't let those things like a new manager bounce and stuff come into contention at all, can we? We've just got to focus on, on doing our, our thing, playing our game. That's all you can do. Um, you play your own game to the best of your ability. If we play like we have done over the last... Uh, a couple of months now, um, starting with the first round draw, if you like, up at uh, uh, Sunderland. We have nothing to fear. Um, we can play anybody on our day. Let's just hope that it's our day on Saturday. And that's where the run really starts, isn't it, Alan? When you look back at our fixtures and our turnaround results, getting that win at Sunderland could prove absolutely pivotal to our season, couldn't it? It was just really good, Craig, because uh, when we got there, and you know, we we were hoping and praying for a decent uh, result. And they just, to be fair, they played them off the park. It was the last 10 minutes that were a bit of a, you know, we were sweating a little bit when they hit the bar and it were all gung-ho for them. But, uh, I mean, even the Sunderland fans like you, uh, when, when you did the commentary after, you know, onto the interview bit, even they said that, uh, you know, we were the best team. So it could only onwards and upwards for me. You know, I think we'll dip, give them a really good game. Still my favourite clip, this, from their post-match show. What an absolute embarrassment. Yeah, in League Two. Class, class. <laughs> can't, you can't, you can't oh. buy uh, clips like that. Nathan, I'm going to come to you, obviously, looking back at that run now. Reese Oates, really, is a man we've not talked about a lot. We've spoken a lot about Ollie Hawkins. We'll hear a little bit from him tonight. But I want to talk more uh, about Reese Oates because... He got that goal at Sunderland to spark, you know, the start of this FA Cup run and the, the start of this run. But he's been a man on fire. He's really settling in now, isn't he? Yeah, and he, he he started hitting form and stepping up at the point where we really needed him as well, when we started losing. Obviously, we lost Hawkins going back, back to centre-back anyway, but with Danny Johnson being out injured and things, you know, we really needed him to... To, to step up at that point. And we, we were saying in the weeks leading up to Sunderland, actually, that you could see his performances improving 
he just he just needed something to maybe get his confidence up and uh, to really kickstart a season. And, and thankfully, Sunderland was ended up being the the moment really. And, and since then, I know he's had a a little bit of a out time out injured, but when he has played, he's been he's been getting goals and and looking a a real threat and offering us something very different up there. So. Um, and it's it, it become the results that we all hoped that we'd, we'd sign, you know, the player that did so well for Hartlepool last season. So and I'm, I'm, I'm delighted for him as well. Uh, yes, I think he deserves it. Um, and like I said, the main thing is for us, it gives us options and, and, we, and that's what we needed. It is something we needed, Cam, isn't it, as well? You know, having that we changed system on Saturday. We spoke about a little bit about it on Monday, but let's delve into it a little bit more now. Getting Ollie Hawkins and, and Reese Hopes as a partnership. We thought it was going to be Danny Johnson and uh, Ollie Hawkins at the start of the campaign, but the, the partnership Oates and, uh, and Hawkins formed on Saturday was very enjoyable to watch indeed. It was, and I think uh, this is what, what we were hoping for. Uh, I think that the... the complete polar opposites uh, of players between Oates and Hawkins, the way that they play. Obviously, Hawkins is bigger, stronger, taller. Uh, he's got a bit more aerial threat about him, whereas Reese, yes, he does do well in the air, but he's not there to win a ball. He's better on the floor, um, chasing after the ball and actually finishing the moves off, where Ollie Hawkins is, is there to create it. And that second goal was just absolutely sublime at Crawley absolutely brilliant from the pass uh, the the little pass round the corner from George Maris to the outside of the boot ball down the line for Reese Oates to run onto from Ollie Hawkins and then just to finish it just shows a Mansfield team that's gone confidence and this is something that we've lacked this season for a lot of it and partially down to the fact that we've been missing players like um, obviously Reese Oates um, find a bit of form but Ollie Hawkins was a bit missing because he had to go back. And then George Maris has been injured. Stephen Quinn got suspended. And it's just been one thing after another this season. But we've now started to to get that confidence, but also keep that that momentum going and keep that run going. And we've hit form at a, at a real good time. And we were saying at the at the start of November, if you want to hit a hit form, then this is the time to do it because you think of the games that you've got over. November and December, the Christmas period, and to throw the FA Cup games in there as well, you need the confidence and you need the momentum to carry you through these games because legs are going to be heavy, it's starting to get colder, the pitches are going to be heavier, the pitches are going to be harder. So it's going to be more difficult. So you need that bit more of a boost to actually get you through the games. And especially coming up on on Saturday, I think the crowd's going to be a massive part in that as well. Just the the all-round mentality of the team. You were nodding along quite a lot to that, Clive. Yeah, it's occasionally Cam speaks some sense. Um, Rude. Which uh, is a very <laughs> grudging compliment on my part. But no, I think <laughs> Saturday is about enjoyment as much as anything. Um, and I think uh, Alan alluded to it. We're, we're all looking forward to an occasion as much as the game of football. And I think, you know, 3,000 odd Mansfield fans is going to turn it into a big occasion. Um, so I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. I think we can play with a bit of um, confidence um, because we've deserved that. We've built that over a period of weeks. And I think there's nobody at this level we should be worried about, least of all a team in the league above that's struggling like Fury. Yeah, let's talk about that, Alan. Obviously, you know, they are struggling at the moment, Doncaster Rovers. They're not doing great. They're 23rd, as Clive says, in, in League One. Can't win a game for Toffee. They've got rid of their manager today. Is it more about 
for for you is it more about the occasion or is it more about the occasion what could be because get through this winnable game and who knows who we might turn out of the hat in round three I just concentrate on the game first of all, Craig, because, I mean, let's face it, at the end of the day, we've got to get there, irrespective of who we might or might not get in the third round. If we don't do the business on Saturday, albeit, you know, a draw and then take them back to the one call, we've just got to make sure that we do the business and then we can all look forward to the third round and the excitement of who we could get, TV rights, etc., etc. Yeah, certainly. So I think that's another thing to um, sort of focus on, isn't it? Now, something that we maybe get a little bit carried away with because round two is is great for a club of our stature and especially those in non-league. You know, when the draw is made, I always look and hope we don't draw a non-league team because if we do, we know that for them, it's much more of a bigger occasion than it is for us. So I'm actually really, really pleased with, with this draw that we've got. Yeah, I mean, it was the same for the first round, wasn't it? We, I think with us drawing Sunderland at the point we did because, you know, it, it was a big occasion for us as supporters to go to. Obviously, a fantastic stadium for the players to play in. So it, was, it made that occasion a big occasion, which probably lifted our game as, as well. Um, and it's one of those games for us where it was, a, it was a no-lose, whereas this time's got some similarities in the fact that it's going to be a big occasion, a fantastic following again. Still fuming, I'm missing it. Um, but there's oh, are you slight... missing it? You've not mentioned that. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm not. I, I try not to. So I'm still annoyed. Um, you, it's slightly different now. Is the fact that you could even probably. I'll be. I'll be very. I wouldn't be surprised if we actually went in a little bit of favourites on uh, on Saturdays by the bookies, just simply down to to form. So um, you know, there's that bit of a bit of a spin on it where there's a little bit more expectation than there certainly were against uh, Sunderland. But it's still going to be a great occasion. And like you say, I mean, just think, thinking about it now, I mean, I was hoping for really bad weather and it'd be, be postponed to be moved to Tuesday night and I could go. But that's not going to happen. However, Alan's got me thinking, I want a draw. I'd love a draw. Get us back to the one call. Obviously, we'll, we'll know who we're playing by then or potentially playing. So let's hope it's a good draw. Then we could fill the one call with... Uh, some sort of ticket deal. That's just all, all these ideas going around in my head. I'm, I'm excited for a draw now. Come on. <laughs> no chance. Absolutely no uh, chance. Four, mainly four. just so it's entertaining. No, mainly just, well, actually, no, I like, would actually quite like that because from a commentary perspective, that would be quite good. But um, no, we, we can't, we can't have that because, Cam, we've been bitten once too many times by this, haven't we? I'm thinking in particular of, was it last season where, um, or the season before where we could have drawn we got we got a draw and then we could have played Man City. Am I th- am I thinking last, about the right yeah, season? Yeah, last season we, we yeah. played Cheltenham, lost in extra time. If we'd have won, we'd have played City in the fourth round. Yeah, so... It, R- refereeing blunder from memory. Yes, it possibly was, wasn't it? Um, yeah, it's an interesting one. I, I don't know whether... I don't know. Would you take a draw, Clive, or do you, do you think it's a winnable game on the, winnable game on the day? I think it's definitely winnable, but um, if you don't win it, draw it, bring it back to the mill. I'm um, just being selfish, really. I just, I just want to be at the game myself. So <laughs> well, it, it's, it's another game. It's another payday. Um, yeah. It gives some of those fans that couldn't get on Saturday for more legitimate reasons than yours, uh, Nathan, <laughs> the chance to uh, to come on and see the game. So, and I, th- I do think a, a, an evening game under the lights at Mansfield is always a good one anyway. Yeah, oh, yeah. Wait, Craig, are you is. commentating on uh, Saturday for Radio I am. Mansfield? I am indeed, yeah. Oh, good. Right, okay. 
Nate, yeah. get yourself so in the car. A spare ticket then, is that? Is that? Uh, yes. Right. Hopefully my dad's not watching. I might be ill tomorrow. Um, <laughs> so I can't make this wedding thing. But uh, I'll have your ticket. Sorted. Nathan, if you do take this ticket, been... I can give you a lift. No, oh my God. because I'm not giving my ticket up until my accreditation has come through. And that never comes through <laughs> until the game, the morning of the game. So I'll pay you. Um, uh, no. <laughs> and no. Uh, Alan, I'm going to bring... The, I knew there was a reason I kept you on this show tonight. I'm going to bring sense back to you um, and you're going to bring it back for us. Uh, we were talking there a little bit about um, winning or drawing games. Nigel Clough has sort of said in his interview this week, and he mentioned it a little bit to me after Saturday's game at Crawley as well, about um, you know going out to win games. We didn't want to draw the last three away games. We wanted to set up and win. He'd rather win two out of the last three games than then, you know, go out and, uh, and just get three po- three points from the three games. Yeah, I, I agree with that, Craig, definitely. Wholeheartedly, let's go out and win them. And it, it just, in you know, it just breeds confidence all the time, doesn't it? Everybody's wanting to go out and win games. And we've got, like we said, we've got nothing to fear. But just on the, a quick point on the interview, I, I heard the interview, but did he say, or did I miss something? Did he say anything about whether Johnson would be fit? I can't remember from the top of my head because obviously we have got no. Oliver Hawkins missing on Tuesday night yeah. through suspension. So I don't know. Because um, it was only three weeks, weren't it, when he was supposed to be out? And I think that must have elapsed. Yeah. yeah, quite possibly. And of course, we are allowed more subs on Saturday as well. Yeah. Um, you're, allow- you're allowed nine, aren't you? And then you can make five yeah. during the game. So it'd be interesting to see whether Clough does utilise that given the fact we've got a game Tuesday night. Yeah, six if you're extra <laughs> and then you have to play it, play it again. <laughs> By the way, can we just have a round of applause for all those fans? Was it Bradford they were playing? Yeah. All yeah. those fans that went down from Bradford to Exeter to replay a game which they really should have um, been yeah. just allowed through. Well done to them. It's and they probably had to play for it as well. Yeah. And they probably had to play for it as well. Um, let's go back to some more. It was free. Nice to you, Craig. Exeter City actually gave them free tickets. Yeah. Lee Bradford fans for that game. All right, I take my applause back. Um, if you're getting it free, <laughs> anyone should go right. Should have, been, should have taken more, if anything. Uh, right, let's go to some more of your guys' comments. Uh, Roger says, Donny getting rid of their manager uh, puts a slightly different spin to the game. Um, Stags have got a chance of uh, great chance of winning. Jim says, Doncaster certainly uh, hold nothing to fear. They won't relish a pumped-up underdog. Uh, Roger adds, Ollie Hawkins, the Paul Maidley of Stags. What a versatile player he is. Nick says, hopefully the team turn up on Saturdays. We quite often don't play well when we've got a good away following. Ryan says, hopefully Donny sacking their manager will be a blessing in disguise. Stags chat adds, the game will be fantastic with 3,000 plus fans and the form we're on and Doncaster sacking their manager. Also the prospect of a round three Premier League team. Uh, And Jim says, I've got a spare child's ticket if anyone wants it no charge so nathan i'm sure your maturity could, is, is, could, could probably i mean you have got a legitimate reason for you know having that ticket because you can't see what's written on it so you could technically oh, get away with it yeah precisely i'll take that um <laughs> so i'll pretend i never heard you say it was a child's ticket I'm, I'm there i've got two tickets now i'm, I'm sorted well you haven't got two tickets because i'm not giving you mine <laughs> that's not happening let's just get that out there that is not happening <laughs> Oh dear! I'm so, I, I am truly gutted because this is going to be one of them games um, that that it's one of these that comes doesn't come around so often, does it? Um, so let's just hope that the performance does live up to the occasion and what we are building up to be. But I'm 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 quietly confident it will. 
Yeah, fingers crossed. Uh, let's move on. Let's talk a little bit about Ollie Hawkins and his versatility. Uh, we'll chat about that in a second. Make sure you get your comments in on that. But before we do, it makes sense to actually hear from the man himself. So let's hear what Ollie Hawkins had to say as he spoke this week to I Follow Stacks. It's a, a very tough position, really. And I do really enjoy it when I play. And like I said, if I play there again this season, I'll be happy to. Like I, I, I did actually at one point see myself just playing there the rest of the season. But we have got a lot of quality defenders like you just named and even some more that are just coming back from injury and stuff. So if it's a case where I don't really need to be back there anymore or, or, it, is, or it isn't, then I'll, I'll be happy to uh, go back up front. But yeah, it's, it's a, lot, um, a lot of just keeping your eyes open and a lot of talking to the players in front of you. So with them... Uh, with Faz and JJ that I've played with mainly mostly because they're a bit more experienced they helped me through it it was it was a little bit easier and maybe because I've played up front in the past I was able to read a little a few more things just because I knew where the ball might have been coming so it, it did all seem like it worked well um, I did obviously make a mistake against Sutton so if I can eradicate then the mistakes I suppose then it, I get I've always said it it's probably a position I will look to maybe in the future more often and for a whole season maybe at the start of the season and obviously the first quarter of the season so far I suppose is I don't know if we got unlucky but we always had the sort of players the the morale in training and, and the capability but it just it wasn't coming off on the Saturday and um, now seeing the last seven games you, you've seen that it, we are able to do it and some of the some of the results have we have we have dug through to, to get the wins and that's what it takes to be a, a promotion team um, and if we can just keep it up, then I can only see us going sort of one way up the table and, and giving ourselves a real chance back into the, the season. Part part of the seasons is people getting injured and coming back and having a whole squad um, to fill gaps in that. And, and we do have that. We we did go through a little stage where we did have a little bit more injuries and suspensions than we we, sh- we really needed. Um, um, but now everyone's sort of coming back and we're getting less injuries and things like that. It will just help us out and give us a chance to be able to sort of push up the league. Ollie Hawkins speaking to I Follow Stags earlier this week. You can watch the full interview by heading to mansfieldtown.net forward slash I Follow. Joining me tonight to talk all things Mansfield Town, if you missed it earlier, we've got Javiel Hawkins, who is Mr. Nathan Edge, uh, Cam the Confused Stag, Cam Pelton, of course, Clive the Edwinstow Elf, who's wearing a very fetching elf hat at the minute, and of course, the super sub, Sir Alan Wilson. And it's you who I'm going to come to next. We heard there, Ollie Hawkins, uh, our talk about. Um, playing centre-backs in. It's a very different position. But at one point, he saw himself playing there all season. Interesting that uh, it would probably, reading between the lines, suggest that him and Clough had that discussion about him dropping back there and and that being the place for him to play. It seems that way, but the emergence of uh, O'Toole and Farron Rawson now with the baby, you know, being safely delivered and all that sort of stuff, dropped him back in there. So, you know, it made it an easier decision for Hawkins to go up front. But I think he does like playing there. You know, it, it, it seems to, uh, what shall I say, so revel in it, shall we say, because, you know, he's Ooh, like a really good player. I like that word. I might have to add that to my little list of uh, words to get in for Saturday. Um, Cam, I'm going to come to you uh, on that. Obviously, you know, what do you make of it? Do you think that Clough and him had that discussion and, and, you know, given the fact of his versatility and his Mr. Versatile nickname, which we shall give him uh, now, it's such a key thing to be able to have in your squad. Someone that can literally play anywhere. It's the modern day Richie Sutton. He is. Um, 
I think it is uh, a good, firstly, a good addition to the squad. We were thinking like at the start of the season, oh yeah, he's going to score, he's going to be able to score goals and and set them up and and this that and the other. And but we kind of just brushed it under the carpet the fact that he can play centre back. I think a lot of fans won't have particularly picked up on that. Not not that they wouldn't have picked up on it, but not the fact that he probably would play there this season. You'd have thought, right, well we're going to bring in X, Y, and Z player to play at the back, but. When when we've needed, he's by far been the best player on the pitch, and he's been fantastic, and and just shows that not every player comes to play for for money, and I think that's obviously a massive misconception from Mansfield over the last two seasons. I'd probably say yes, we've probably spent a little bit more this summer, but I think we've genuinely got a good group of players this year, and I think definitely uh, that that. That Nigel's brought in players that actually want to to actually go somewhere and not just play for the the name on the back. They're playing for the the badge on the front, and it seems that Ollie Hawkins is very much one of those players that has brought into what what Clough has said about um, just being a, a solid team going forward, trying to just develop on and off the pitch, like on the training pitch, on the um, actually during the games, and and then just. Steady, he's just got better and better and better somehow. It's just, I, he wasn't a bad player at the start of the season, but he, he's twice the player he is now than he was back then. And he's just been brilliant. And I think the versatility is he, down to that. We've seen that he can score goals, we've seen that he can assist goals, we've seen that he can play at centre back. He's literally what, what we've been needed, and he's filled in when, when we've needed him the most. I have to say, Clive, that one thing um, which I, I like about it is I, I feel more comfortable now knowing that he's in the squad and he's happy to, to basically play anywhere because I always have concerns when a player plays out of position that they're just sort of playing there out of uh, necessity and just sort of doing what they're told. But the fact that he's just eager to play and eager to help the team is absolutely um, phenomenal. And we haven't had a Mr. Mansfield Town since Christian Pierce, in my opinion, and perhaps Jamie Maguire prior to that. Ollie Hawkins could be a contender in terms of being Mr. Versatile and wanting to play for the badge. Yes, I think anybody that's prepared to play anywhere is asked to play without sulking is a good starting point for Mr. You know, for, for Mr. Club. And I think uh, he's demonstrating that in his attitude anyway, and has been all season. I think it also illustrates as well that Quite a few number uh, new players emerged this summer, and it does take time. Uh, we, a lot of the fans are so impatient. I mean, I'm one of them. You expect people to hit the ground running and be, you know, perfect from day one. It's taken a while for some of these players to to knit together, and it's not been aided by the almost uncanny amount of bad luck we've had in terms of injuries and suspensions. So, you know, I think what um, Mr. Clough has been saying all season is we're better than what we look because the circumstances that we've been playing with. It's all come true, hasn't it? Certainly has. It's a very interesting one to uh, to have worked out and everything. So it's nice to see things coming together. And uh, as um, people have said in the comments, Nath, um, Stag's Chat made this comment. Um, players are now coming back and it's all coming back together to help us up the league. And it couldn't come at a much better time, could it? Because usually our Novembers are absolutely atrocious. <laughs> Yeah, uh, let's hope we've got our bad sort of spell of the season over and done with and out of the way. And actually, in the if we continue in the sort of vein of form we are at the moment for for a while, then uh, that'll only be a very small blip in the you know in the whole season, which is 
one of the things we were saying, you know, like, to be to be patient. Uh, you know, we we hit a really low point, didn't we, after Northampton, where the manager's head was being called for and all sorts mm. of stuff like that. And you know, we were saying, yes, it was frustrating, obviously, and you under, you understood some, uh, you know, the, the upset out there. But it was also important to be patient and really realize the situation we were in at that at that time. Um, so, and, and, and as, as 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 Cuff said, and like I say, we've got to give him credit. He did. You know, he was talking about certain players coming back. Your, your Ryan Sturks, for example, and, uh, and and defenders coming back to get Hawkins back up there. It, all them things have contributed to us becoming a you know a much better side that we know we can be. And um, just touch on Holly, Holly Hawkins there. He's, for me, Macca was my player of the season for a while. Then it turned to Quinn. Well, in the, for the minute, Hawkins has taken the lead because I think we've got in our squad, there's, there's three players for me that are probably the most consistent and the most important players we've got. One Stephen Quinn, one is Nathan Bishop, and and one is absolutely Ollie Hawkins right now. Um, and let's not also forget that obviously Saturday he also took the captain's armband, and is one that uh, I wouldn't be upset to see take it permanently. No, let's get your views on that, Alan, because it leads me nicely onto the other point which I was going to make, which which was of course Nigel Clough rested captain Ollie Clark um, on Saturday to protect him and George Marish for the same reason, because they were both on four bookings. Ryan Sturt came in, George Lapsley came in as well, and both did uh, a good job. Ollie Hawkins took the armband. Wouldn't surprise me at all to see him name exactly the same starting lineup on uh, on Saturday afternoon, leaving Clark and Marish out. I know that's the one thing that surprised me. When I read the team on Saturday and saw that Marish and Clark were both missing, you know, I was a bit weary, a bit edgy. But I mean, it put, the pudding uh, was in the eating. They, they, they got the three points. And uh, I think he gave Ollins, uh, Ollie Hawkins the armband because, it, it, like you say, is Mr. Versatile. He'll play anywhere. He's done everything he's asked of him. And I mean, what's one more accolade, you know, to put the band on and make him even better? What made me laugh, it was almost the all-round performance because Nigel Clough said, we put him up front. So we he didn't get booked. Then he got booked and ended up yeah. getting suspended. Goal, assist, <laughs> captain, great performance. Let's himself down by getting booked and suspended yeah. for uh, for the next game. Let's have a look at some more of your comments. Uh, Roger says, Hawkins does solidify things. Um, and William says, I think this year is about um, solidifying the team more and, and more, uh, create more consistent play. The next season push for promotion if we went up this year, I'm not convinced we would stay up the following season. Yeah, it's all about a, a long-term uh, building project and sort of seeing where we're going, which I think we sort of expected at the start of the campaign. One player I do want to talk about, Cam, a little bit is Ryan Sturk. He's uh, really sort of um, come into his own over the last couple of games since he's got back from his from some, from his injury. And uh, um, it will be interesting to see how he keeps progressing because he was very much heavily involved and not perhaps mentioned as much um, on Saturday, but he was heavily involved with pretty much everything, running things alongside Quinn in the centre of the park. And yeah, obviously, I think Nigel said many, many, many times throughout his press conferences this season that when Ryan Sturt comes in, it, it will be a big part of the team. He obviously sees something in him and we're, we're now seeing what what he can actually bring to the team and it's just for such a young player he's got such a good head on him um and just the fact that just the ball played in for that first goal was just absolutely fantastic you would not expect that from a young such a young player he's timed it perfectly 
right amount of weight, right amount of power. He's put it in the right place. And all Ollie Hawkins had to do was just tap it into the back of the net. He had the easy bit. But it, it was just absolutely unreal. And I think we're, we're now really starting to see what what Clough has seen in him. And let's just hope that, firstly, he can stay fit. Because um, that's been a, a big issue for us this season. Players staying fit and players staying injury-free. Um, so, going forward, I think it's just keep him in the squad. I don't really see a reason to drop him. I think he did a fantastic job. I think whilst, yes, we have got obviously like your Ollie Clark on the bench, I still believe that, that Ryan Sturt can add just something to the team that's that maybe Clark can't. And it's just that, that cutting-edge pass that, that Sturt seems to have at the minute. It all comes down to system a little bit for me, Alan, because... You know, we've played pretty much with with that four. We've never really thought about a three, but actually, like you mentioned earlier, and credit to you for for mentioning it, um, since O'Toole's arrival, that's given us not just the the experience which we were lacking, but it's given us so many more options which we perhaps might not have thought about before. And if we can keep utilising them like we utilised them at at Crawley, then I think we'll win more games than we lose. I was a bit... uh... Sceptical about uh, when O'Toole came, you know, because of his age. You mm. know, he hadn't played for six months. He's been to various other clubs and whatever. But it did uh, ring true about Stevenage really wanted him. You know, but obviously for whatever reason, they couldn't get him. But it's been a revelation, hasn't he? He's played really well and has allowed the other people, you know, when they've come back in, to just slot in nicely. And I think as remarking about Sturk, if ever Quinn goes off, Sturk drops into that left-hand side nicely in front of uh, Player of the Month, Macca. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Nathan, let's come to you on that one. Steve McLaughlin uh, named Player of the Month. Um, you didn't mention him earlier in your sort of uh, top three, and I'm very, very, very surprised because we know you love him. Well, I, I mean, I, I did mention him briefly before when I said he, he was my, my Player of the Season for a while, but uh, it surprised me, to be fair, and... and and I don't mean it's in a in a bad way. I I just think he's he's been consistent the last month, but he's probably better than a couple of months, you know, leading up to that. He's he's just doing a, a nice job at the moment. I know he got a an assist, didn't he, the other day with uh, the other the other week, which has probably got the attention of the you know, whoever chooses the AFL awards and so on. But um yeah, I think he's he's still doing a good job and he's been reliable, but I I think he has been been better, you know, before this month, but um, you know, as I've said, I've held my hands up this season and, and said, for me, he's been one of my favourite players, which is an absolute complete contrast, isn't it, to last season where uh, he was a man I was trying to chuck off a cliff, not not Ollie Clark. Oh, well, you had to go and bloody say it, didn't you? Before, well, he's, he's that, done it. He's, no, no, he's listened. No. He's, he's, no. He's, you know, Ollie Clark is currently. Oh, is he falling no, down that not. cliff right now? No. Oh, for God's sake. No. <laughs> These are the views of Nathan Edge and not those of Mansfield Matters. Jesus Christ, Nathan. Alan, you think for a permanent spot? Because I think there might be one coming available soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was, I'm, I'm going to be pushed out eventually. He knows I love him, really. It's, it's all good. So, someone's going to try and not kill me off. Why? Well, I mean, it seems that my dad's disowned me in the comments. Yeah, well, I agree. Too. Yeah, well. we all, can, yeah, can we, we all know why. Yeah, we all know what. Let's let's do it. I mean, firstly, I want to play... Uh, right, so I want to bring some context to this. First and foremost, this week, um, Cam, uh, when we put on about doing the podcast, said, oh, I'm available. All of a sudden, I'm available. Um, 
and Nathan came up with a, a jolly, jolly good um, chant um, of saying, in fact, now I'm of saying he only pods when we're winning, pods when we're winning. Um, Cam said, turn this into a sound clip and play it when I rock up. Um, and then Clive did this. Pods when we're winning. Cam only pods when we're winning. Pods when we're winning. Cam only pods when we're winning. Now, there's a couple of things that I want to pick up on that. At the end of that, Clive, it sounded like it says you said pods when we're winning. <laughs> well, isn't that exactly what he's now doing professionally well <laughs> that's a very good point so uh, obviously those of you who have long time followers of Mansfield Matters will know that Cam has followed me around everywhere he has been known to sleep in a bush outside my house at one point um, and oh, wow. I've managed to get him a little gig um, he's going to be he's no longer going to be at Hollisfield ladies on a Sunday this is why he's never around on a Sunday because he, he does something for his uni work you're going to be where Cam? um Head of media for Chesterfield Women FC. <laughs> and you've gone all out to try and prove that you're still a stag by having a stag um, in front of your laptop. You've got your stag shirt on. You've got one in the background trying to outdo us all. Overdoing it. Oh, dear. I you've don't know. to hide. Yeah. Overdoing it. Sheep, I, I mean, sheep, sheep. I think we will let it will let him off by virtue of the fact that it is the women's game. If it was to do with men's football, then we would completely yeah. disown you. But we will we will keep you around for now. Um, let's go back to uh, some of the comments. Oh yeah, and your dad's just booed you in the comments. I agree. Um, <laughs> let's go back to some of the comments. Um, Lee says we will make the playoffs. Then it's all about the lottery of them, and I uh, and the luck we do or don't get in those potential three extra games. Stranger things have happened. Uh, Richard says keeping Quinn Bishop. Hawkins and Oaks fit will be the key to our season. And he also says, I want to get your views on this one, Clive. Let's enjoy Saturday, but I'd rather beat Carlisle and Salford. Cam's other team. For God's sake. <laughs> I think Richard's spot on. I think uh, we're going to enjoy Saturday and I'll enjoy the game and I'll enjoy the event. But he's quite right. There's nothing beats the satisfaction at this stage in our career, in our, our season, to get three points from these two next um, League Two games because that will just accelerate us up into that area we're all wanting to get into, which is vying for playoffs. Yeah, of course, because at the minute, you look, look at the lead table, we're, we've got six wins on, on the board. We're in great form at the minute, of course, but we are still at a mid-table, 23 points, 15th place at the minute. We're, what, seven points off the playoffs, but also... Uh, probably about the same off the drop zone. It only takes one bad result to shake things up again, doesn't it? So whilst it would be nice and great for us to get through to, to round three, obviously the focus is more on Tuesday night. And that's why I said at the top of the show, it'd be interesting to see how many of the subs that Nigel Clough does utilise because you can name nine, use five. I'm going to say, I, I totally agree with Richard Dennett, but why can't we do all three, Craig? Yeah. You know, it's Saturday, and that'll give us the push and the uh, confidence to win Tuesday and the following Saturday. It is the season of uh, you know goodwill and all that as, as well. So, so you know why why not on the whatever day of Christmas it is. All I want is three hours trying to come up with a Christmas line. I didn't. It didn't work. <laughs> Tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to think about it. And whilst we do, let's hear from the man who's tasked with uh, putting it all together. That, of course, is Nigel Clough. He's been speaking to I Follow Stags. Keep your comments coming in. 
and getting the win down at Stevenage was very important uh, for the first away win of the season and then to back it up, disappointed at, uh, with the result at Sutton, but then to back it up with another win. You know, uh, it was great. We are going for wins. You know, we set up to get the win, uh, not to sort of be defensive uh, and maybe nick a point away from home. Uh, we're, we're, we're trying to win every game. We say, you know, to win the two out of the three is better than staying unbeaten and, you know, winning one, drawing two. I think they're, they're much better at home than they are away from home. Uh, if you look at the record, uh, struggled away from home, but on their own patch, they're not they're not too bad. Uh, so we're still playing a, a team from a league above with better players. Uh, following is going to be absolutely key. Uh, wonderful the amount of tickets we've sold. Uh, and it's a break from the league and we look forward to it. it gives everybody we've been talking about in training uh, last week, you know, that we'd sold sort of two and a half thousand going on to three. Uh, so to sell out is brilliant. That's why it was such a good draw. Next to being at home, uh, we said it was one of the closest. Uh, uh, I think that's... Uh, shows with the, the amount of fans we're taking, which is great for them. I hope it's a bit warmer than it was at Crawley on Saturday for them, <laughs> and certainly a bit closer uh, for everybody to get to. I think the second rounds for, for lower league clubs uh, is very exciting because of what it can bring uh, to get a draw against a higher club after the win at Sunderland. Let's go and have a go. That's it. We want one of them at our place, if possible. We had a lot of away draws. Uh, I think we talked before the other uh, when the draw was made. I forgot about the Dagenham one. We said we'd had four or five uh, away draws on the spin. I forgot about the Dagenham one that we'd had at home in between. Uh, but it was quite a largely forgettable game by the, the last minute. Uh, so we do a home draw if we can get through, uh, and if we can get a replay and get them back to our place, uh, that would be brilliant as well. That's a very hoarse-sounding Nigel Clough speaking to I Follow Stags uh, earlier this week. You can watch that in full by heading to MansfieldTown.net forward slash I Follow. A couple of things to pick up pick up from uh, in there, Alan, and one of which is uh, Nigel Clough sort of talking about the FA Cup run um, of last year. You were present in the ground out of all of us uh, last year in that uh, yeah. that, that infamous yeah. game when Aidan Stone, the goalkeeper, was brought on for a penalty shooter and ended up inadvertently helping to uh, set up the winning goal. We'd love a little bit more drama like that, wouldn't we? That's what all what all the FA Cup's about, isn't it? Oh, it'd be brilliant. Yeah, I'd, I'd take that. I'd take that uh, on Saturday. You know, a 1-0 win or whatever it was. There'd be no problem this end. Yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed it, even though I was the only one in the ground and, you know, nobody on my box alleyway, as it were. But I, I did enjoy uh, chatting to the substitutes. And uh, what's his name? Marek Steck. Is a very nice gentleman. There we go. Absolutely. Um, who knows? He might because we might be a little bit short on players. He might get on the bench on Saturday. You never know. I don't see him going with two, two goalkeepers there. But stranger things have happened. Nath goalkeepers have played outfield before, or you know, it's uh, it's been it's been good fun. That's uh, it's what, what FA Cups. You never know. I mean, uh, you wouldn't have put it past us a couple of weeks ago. Oh, well, a couple of months ago, would you? When we were no. uh, struggling for players, so <laughs> we were saying at one point maybe Mike Steck would come on in defence when we were short on players. But uh, no, I don't think we'll see him this season. But, uh, but yeah, I think you know, what what Clough was saying there, like we said a little bit earlier, round two. It's one of those you just it's it's a big game for 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 teams at our level because you've got that carrot at the next uh, of round three. So. Um, let's 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 enjoy it, but but like uh, like Darren says in the in, in the comments, there's no reason why we can't win them all. So let's just go yeah. out there, game by game, and go for it.
Wait, I've got a question, and this is a question which the benefits office might ask as well. How the <laughs> bloody hell do you know that that's been said? We went through this the other week. I'm, I'm, on our streaming thing, we've obviously got the chat up on it. It's basically the screen reader can read it. Oh, right. Thank you. That's, I, that's the easiest I, way I of explaining it. <laughs> I forgot. Sorry. I forgot. <laughs> I thought for a minute that you were just conning us all and we'd, just, we'd finally caught you out after all these years. But... <laughs> not, not, not yet. I'm, I'm, I'm covering my, uh, my tracks well. I mean, no. I'm, uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Darren is right, though, uh, Cam. We are more than capable of winning another five on the bounce, aren't we? You'd hope so. I think we've got the confidence at the minute. And, and yes, it was disappointing at Sutton, but there were there were moments in that Sutton game where you're thinking, for God's sake, we should score here. Um, so, especially Sutton are on a decent run as well, so I can't really complain about that one. Yes, it's disappointing. Probably should have maybe got a, at least got a draw, but we're, we're more than... than Prove that we've we've turned that corner with with decent wins over the last seven games. So we've just got to carry it on, really. Uh, like we keep saying, there, there is the carrot of, of of the third round. There is the the fact that we could get a big team. And after last season, you'd hope maybe that we could get a big team, get them at home. And there's always that bit more of an incentive when it comes to the second round, knowing that you are literally. 90 minutes away from playing some of the best players in the world as that that excites you as a fan but I think as players I think that motivates them even more because I think like Ollie Hawkins said he's never played against um, any like of the big the the big six big five so obviously the players do also uh, want to play against the big teams as well so go out put a performance in and and let's hope that we can make it make it uh, Seven wins in eight games. Mech it. That's why he's gone to Chesterfield, ladies. Mech it. Common as muck. Common as muck. Uh, Alan, one one of the things which, uh, you know, we've not really touched upon is the fact that we're not even back to full strength yet. We've still got players to come back. Danny Johnson, the last time we saw him, um, you know, he was heading off the pitch with a ball under his arm after scoring a hat-trick in the Newcastle under 23 games or whatever it it was. And... uh, it's uh, you know he's still to come back. Jordan Bowery knocking on the door as well. We've got other players uh, there as well. So we're not even back up to full strength yet, and that's quite an exciting uh, exciting thing to have. It is when you look at the substitute bench and you've got people like Ollie Clark, Marius, possibly Johnson coming back, Tyree Sinclair. It only bodes well for the future. It's really good to see because sometimes you can have a really good squad or team on the pitch. And when you look at the subs, you think, oh, maybe one or two could change it. But, you know, there's four, five, possibly six there. And it's all good for Saturday as well, you know, in the FA Cup, if you need to use them. Yeah, and like Nathan, you just said there, Kel Gordon as well. Yeah. He's not not answering me, he's ignored me. (laughs) Me? I I said, yeah. Yeah, I I just said, said, yeah. Yeah, no, I did. Yeah, yeah. Who's a blind one here? It's Craig, not not me. It's Craig. Um, <laughs> no, no yeah. I think no. I think you're. No, I just think you're the deaf one as well. <laughs> what? Uh, oh yeah, standard. Jokes. But yeah, Kel, Kel Gordon coming back again. Uh, you know, he's another player that, uh, although Hewitt's doing superbly well on that right hand side, and you know, I, he would certainly be ahead of Gordon at the moment. But he's just a different type of player, isn't he? That can come on and change the game where needed. So um, I don't. Hey, this, I'm pretty. This new he's system, not far mate, off, is he? This new system, mate, of having wing backs in, that's where Cal Gordon's going to thrive as well, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm pretty sure it wasn't long ago since you know, Clough said he's not that far off from returning as well. So uh, when he did, 
he, he did come back, didn't he, briefly, and then he went back yeah. out injured again. So hopefully it's only a, a small sort of hiccup and he'll be back in contention. But then, but exactly as Alan said there, you look at the subs bench and it week by week it is getting strong. You've got Richard Narty as well. Like, yes, we haven't seen much of him and what we have seen isn't the greatest. But again, players take time to settle in and he could become a good player. So another good player to have on the bench when he's when he's available. So... Prime um, example to cut you off, is, sorry about that, is Will Forrester, who made his full debut on uh, on Saturday. Cameron uh, looked relatively solid there in, in that back three, and we didn't think he'd be up to anything, considering, you know, he, he arrived injured and then got injured again and then got injured again. Yeah, obviously, it's been it's been a disappointing start for him. Um, obviously, he, he's highly rated at Stoke and, and things quite... Haven't quite worked out for him. He's got a couple of games under his belt there at championship level. He's come out on loan. I'd probably say he's just been a bit unlucky with coming to us. Obviously, being injured is is not really anything you can do about it. It's not like he's done anything stupid. He's just played and he's got injured. It's one of them things, isn't it? But I think knowing that he's built his, his strength back up and while he's been injured, he has been with us. Obviously, not for the first chunk of being injured, but... He's he's coming to the squad. Yes, he got injured again, but he's built that back up, and he he was still in and around the squad. So when he when his chance did come, he was near enough up to speed with with the rest of the team. And I think that's probably the biggest biggest boost that him coming back from injuries that he's ready and raring to go. He he knows what the team need. He knows where they need to improve. He's seen on the sidelines where where we're falling short, and and hopefully he can add to that and. Uh, provide some uh, solidity at the back. Were you trying to say solidify then? <laughs> you was, were you trying to slip that in? It needs to went, solidify it, the rest of the defence. Shocking. I, I, that's a half-arsed bowling that, because you, you got it. You <laughs> absolutely cocked it up the first time around. But what would you expect for someone that works for Chesterfield? Oh, it ladies. There you go. Oh, can't, Clive's showing off his new hat. You'll get Alan's dog barking again. Uh, <laughs> I've got a question for you, Mr. Wilson. Have you got him a doggy advent calendar? Yes. Good man. Good man. I knew yes, I could rely yes. on you. Uh, back, <laughs> yeah. back in the... Uh, oh, no. You know, it's past it. They, oh, it's the same one I've got. Harry as well. Look at that. It's like... Oh, it's like we're on... Same uh, dogs, aren't they? The collies. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, let's uh, go to some more of your comments before we uh, wrap things up for, for tonight. Richard says, Forest in the third round or top six Prem Club if we win. Yeah, we've got to win first. He says, however, the fact we're discussing the lineup speaks volumes of the uh, squad depth. Um, Nick says, was surprised to see Nathan Kane go out on loan. He's always looked a good player when I've seen him play. I think, again, that probably highlights the fact that we've got other options in there now in terms of Danny Johnson coming back, Hawkins able to go back up top um, and you know having more options at the back as well. Um, Roger says, Stags will be galvanised on Saturday. He knows all the buzzwords. Uh, Stags chat to, say, books to get points on podcast predictions. I know what Roger's at here. I'm, yeah. I'm on to so, him. Yeah, don't worry. It's not going to happen. It's just got to get the predictions <laughs> right. Uh, Stag Chat says, Sinclair, I think he should get a start. I, he always changes the tempo of the game when he comes on as a sub. Sometimes nearly scores uh, soon after he comes on. Uh, and Darren says, can't be there on Saturday due to COVID, but my heart will be with the Blue and Yellow Army. Well, Darren, get yourself round a radio set if you're in Mansfield and listen to Mansfield 103.2 on FM to get yourself some more of it. <laughs> 
Nigel Clough has certainly shuffled the pack. He's got his hands in the biscuit barrel and certainly looked for some fresh ideas this afternoon as he makes four changes to the side which lost at Sutton in midweek. Out go Ollie Clark, George Maris, Harry Charlesley and Jordan Bowery. In come Farron Rawson, Will Forrester, George Lapsley and there's a return for Reese Oates. It will be Crawley that get us underway here. They will go from right to left. Mansfield Town go from left to right. The referee takes a look at the watch and this afternoon Skybet League 2 action can get underway. Can Mansfield Town get three points here at the People's Pension Stadium? We're underway. O'Toole goes across to his uh, centre-half partner Forrester who plays the ball forward for Sturk who's been excellent in that role so far tonight and he sprays the ball to this right-hand side for Elliot Hewitt. It's a beautiful ball. Hewitt cuts back inside, plays the advancing Sturk back in space. Sturk clips the ball back in towards the middle. Hawkins towards goal. It's turned in and Mansfield Town have the lead. 24 minutes in. Ryan Sturk delivery into the area is met by Ollie Hawkins who taps it into the goal. Nichols again on the ball gives it back to George Frankham. Frankham with the ball forward. It's cleared by Sturk who drops into centre-half just for a second there. Crawley have it back again and a pushing forward on the edge of the Mansfield box. There's an opportunity for a shot here from distance. They do shoot from distance and they score. Crawley are back in the game on 47 minutes. It's James Tilly who gets it. The number 14 who makes it 1-1 on 47 minutes. Mansfield didn't deal with that. That goal on 47 minutes. The absolute wonder strike from James Tilly has really taken the wins from the Mansfield Town wings. Here's Maris. Introduced moments ago, finds Ollie Hawkins on the left-hand side. Good right foot ball with the outside of his boots to Reeks O's. O's shoots and O's will put the ball into the back of the net. Reeks O's stands, throws his arms wide in front of the Mansfield Town support and he puts Mansfield Town back into the lead on 73 minutes. It's Reeks O's who makes it Crawley Town 1, Mansfield Town 2. Now here's Tyree Sinclair driving forward. Sinclair inside the box with a chance to make it three. He's put it wide. That's a guilty miss from Tyreek Sinclair. Nigel Clough turns his back in absolute disgust as Tyreek Sinclair won the ball inside the box it went and he put it wide of the target. All he had to do, he had the keeper beaten, was tuck it inside the post. He puts it into the side netting and with the resulting goal kick with Nigel Clough in absolute fume mode. Crawley have the ball again and if Crawley get back into this game now with the three minutes of additional time that are remaining here well I wouldn't want to be Tyree Sinclair I wouldn't want to be in his boots it's Crawley who have the throw in line with the edge of the Stags box they've taken it short Ollie Clark trying to battle with it and win the ball back for the Stags the Stags fans loud as you like as they try and cheer their boys to victory Crawley pump the ball in towards the Stags box up towards the Pyre Mansfield needs to win this Forrester gets it away not quite far enough for Pyre tries to get it back in my fall for Nichols it's inside the box it's a low ball it's the middle and Nathan Bishop throws himself onto the ball and kills the danger Mansfield fans will be screaming behind that goal down that far side Sturt launched it in towards the air. Sinclair is chasing. Flag is up for offside. Crawley will probably play on here. Now the referee stopped it and will allow a free kick. This is the last seconds of the action here at the People's Pension Stadium. It's in Mansfield's box. It's got to be dealt with. And the referee has blown the full-time whistle. And Mansfield Town gets three big, big points here at the People's Pension Stadium. And what a feeling it is to say these words. Crawley Town 1, Mansfield Town 2. 
That the story of last Saturday afternoon at Crawley Moor of the Who same Mansfield 103.2 on Saturday from one o'clock on Sportsbeat. Uh, Lee Wilson will join me for analysts and commentary, full match commentary, if you can't make it to uh, to that one. Um, right, that's almost all we've got time for. In answer to your question, Clive, this guy, me. Um, more Craig, I've got a word you've got to slip in. To yeah, I'm going to come to that. No, I've got, it's in here, mate. There's an agenda to this show. I've got it. Don't worry. I've got it. I'm going to come <laughs> round to it in a second. I, I'm going to come to it in a minute, I promise you. But first, we've got to do the competition because um, it is Christmas time and it is time for another competition. We all have Mansfield Matters mugs, yes? Yes. Yes. Somewhere. Somewhere. Yeah, somewhere. <laughs> yeah well, don't worry, Nate. We will give you one eventually to give to your brother who won about four months back oh, yeah. on the competition. <laughs> First, though, let's go over to Craig, to Craig of uh, VoiceOver Past for details of the brand new Mansfield Matters competition. Oh, I knew it would do that. <laughs> I knew it would. Let me try again. <laughs> It's the season of goodwill, and here at Mansfield Matters HQ, we're going to be giving away a maximum of 12 mugs. All right, less of a festive tie-in and more of me needing space in my car boot. Anyway, starting on Saturday, we'll be posting an anagram of a former player or manager on our social media pages, and all you have to do is work out who it is. We'll keep note of who's entered and put those names into a mug, and then draw out 12 people who will each win, yes, you guessed it, a mug! As ever, there's a few rules. You can enter all 12 days and give yourself 12 chances to win, but you can only enter each day once. The first answer you give on a post, we will take that one. You can enter in the following ways. You can comment on each daily post. However, you do run the risk of giving others the correct answer, but hey-ho, it's only a bit of fun. You can send us a direct message on that particular day with the correct answer, or keep note of all the anagrams and use the Google form link, which we'll make live on day 12 to send us all of your answers. It couldn't be more simple, although I know that you, Nathan, Cam, Clive, and the rest of you guys will find a loophole that I've not thought of and try and exploit it. Enjoy and shammy stirrers from us all at Flame Sin Set Tram. That's Merry Christmas from us all at Mansfield Matters. Right, Bolts. come at me. Come at me. Somebody's got too much time on her. <laughs> What's wrong with that? That's quite good, actually. Love, love I the jingle. I know. Christmassy. I know. I think it's a great comment. What do you think? I mean, of all the people on this panel, I feel like you're the safest bet to go to that won't slag me off. So I'm going to go to you. <laughs> it was very good, Craig. Excellent. Thank hey. you. Alan, Thank we you. had a bit of a play around with writing some anagrams during the week. <laughs> And the best one I thought, and I I, I did it, um, was for Cam, because an anagram of Cameron Felton is Teflon Romance. <laughs> <laughs> what was crazy, Ian? Because that was a crack. That's wasn't quality, it, wasn't that Clive. Quality. Oh, what, what, what was, was crazy? crazy? It was brilliant, wasn't it? I've written it down oh, that's somewhere. Cam's looking for it. Whilst whilst Cam looks for it, let me just let me I've just got it. Uh, go on. Erratic pigs. <laughs> All right, I'll take that. I'll take that. And Nathan right. was hanged neat. Uh, and what was Alan? Cl- Cl- uh, Alan Wilson. Uh, no, yeah. no, no nail laws. No nail no, laws. No. <laughs> uh, Clive's was vile pink car. 
No. I'm making no comment comment whatsoever. (laughs) Uh, So just to clarify, you can enter all 12 days and give yourself 12 chances to win, but you can only enter each day once. Is that clear enough so far? Yes. I've got a follow-up question. Yeah, well, I'll come to that in a second. (laughs) The first answer you give on a post will be the one we take. So, for example, Cam says Randy sees Randy ones and comments with Reese Oates. And that'd be wrong. (laughs) Because it's Danny Rose, but he's already written Reese Oates, so he can't have it. It's too late. He's he's wrong, and he's not in the draw for that day. Easy, right? Come on, Nathan, come at me. Let's go. So, if somebody enters every day, can they win twelve? Yes. No. No. I see. You don't know the answer. No. No. You confused me with the question. Answer. Ask the question again. So, if they enter all twelve days, can they? Can they win 12 mugs or is it... No, no, they can't win 12 mugs. They get 12 chances. So the okay. more correct answers you give, the more chance you have of winning a mug. Good, good. I just wanted to clarify that because we yeah. know we know it could be up for exploitation. I'm just trying to protect you. No, there's no exploitation at all here. I think this is pretty much nailed on. I, I don't think this can go wrong at all. Leave See, it to Craig, Roger, we don't, we're not it. doing this to criticise you. We're doing this to protect you because you've, you've got a track record of I, yeah. having loose ends on your competitions. <laughs> we're trying to protect you from that. I think this was well thought. I've even written it out, look. It's even a script written out. This is not out of my head. This is written properly written out. So yeah, but The well, problem you, is you've it. done it. <laughs> Alan, do you want a full-time... Uh, look, full-time position on this podcast? Because I think we're about to lose live. <laughs> They only, tried to, they only tried to help you out, Craig. That's very true. Just to add one more rule into the game, if you do receive a mouse from Matt's mug, send a personal message to uh, Mr. Five to say thank you. <laughs> yes! Yes, please do, please do that. Personal messages and thanks sir, are all great. Mugs. Merry Christmas, everybody. Right, we'll be launching that on from <laughs> Saturday afternoon. Uh, that's pretty much all we've got time for. Obviously, no podcast predictions on uh, Saturday's, uh, for Saturday's game because it is, um, of course, an FA Cup game. We don't do FA Cup games for podcast predictions. That is purely a league thing. However, we do have a game on uh, Tuesday night at home to Carlisle. And I have to uh, say, uh, unfortunately, there will be no uh, Sunday sermon on Sunday because... Remember last year when we were all in lockdown and everybody booked a load of tickets to go and see some stuff? Well, one of those things which I booked is happening on Sunday, so I can't do the Sunday sermon on Sunday. So uh, that's not happening on Sunday. So uh, with that in mind, um, we will. I'll try and schedule something in on Monday, but it might not happen. So in case it doesn't... Yeah, Monday matters on and all that. Monday, Mansfield, I don't know, we'll come up with something. But just in case we don't get to do this, um, it's time to do podcast predictions. Um, Clive, you are still top of the leaderboard. So for Carlisle, please, um, you uh, can go first. 2-0. Oh, absolutely. Very, yeah, very, very efficient. Uh, Alan, as the guest, you can go next. 3-1. Clark, Lapsley. And oats. Okay. Uh, Cam, you're looking very festive down there. Give me yours. Oh, uh, 3 1. Rawson. Ooh. Hawkins. <laughs> no. Why have no, I said Hawkins? Said Hawkins is not playing. Sorry, Alan. Sorry, Alan. I've just made your dog bark. Sorry. Maybe third and final goal scorer. Oh, even the dog's still whining. Oh, for God's sake. Uh, Oats. 
Oh, there you sake. go. You idiot. You should have listened to me. You've said it. You've said it now. Uh, I will go for... I fancy us to get a clean sheet, but I also fancy us to actually give someone a hammering. So I'm going to go with a... I'm going to be brave. I'm going to say 4-0. I'm going oh, to say a 4-0 win. And I'm going to go for Reese Oates twice. Um, and I'm going to go with <coughs> um, John Joe O'Toole. And I will go with a screamer from Ryan Sturk. So there you go. Uh, if you want to play along with podcast predictions... Do I not, do I not get an entry? Oh, I've missed you out, haven't I? <laughs> <laughs> He's oh, that worried yes. about me catching him and getting away from him in this I rest game. my case here. I know, it's just said it all, doesn't it? Look, I can make this, I can make it all of this, like, all of this negativity towards Craig go away by uh, playing this. Oh, got to sleep. That worries me tremendously. And this. <laughs> See, everyone's happy now. Anyway, right, come on, Nathan, give, give me yours. Go on. 3 0 victory. Goal scorers. Player of the month, Stephen McLaughlin. Um, Reese Oates. And a finally a goal for George Lapsley. There we go. You've changed Lapsley. You've ch- you've, every week you've been saying finally a goal for uh, Harry Charles. Charles. He's yeah. now dropped in place of yeah. uh, George Lapsley. So you've gone with him. If you want to play podcast predictions, the link is in the description. Uh, make sure you get your prediction in by when, Nathan Edge? By one hour before, well, one hour and one minute before kickoff. Absolutely. Uh, so that will be 6.44? Yeah. That's why I said one hour and one minute, because I can't be bothered to do the math. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> 6.44-ish. It is timestamped. And remember, Roger, this is particularly for you. One entry. If you enter again, doesn't count. And what you like we've done with Cam, what you say first counts. So if you want to get involved, make sure you click the link in the description. Comments on Facebook posts, Twitter, etc. will not count. You have to enter through the link. That's pretty much all we've got time for. Uh, Gentlemen, thank you very much for uh, for getting involved. Um, Finally, I'll go around you all. What are you hoping to see the Stags do uh, on Saturday at Doncaster, you wanted to see us play the same formation, go back to uh, to where we were, bring Ollie Clark, George Maris back in, etc. What are you wanting to see from Nigel Clough on Saturday? Alan, I'm going to start uh, with you. Same uh, team, same performance, Doncaster nil, Mansfield 2. Cam Felton. Good performance. Yeah. Simple as that. You'd expect nothing yeah. more from a spy, right? Javiella uh, Hawkins, <laughs> <laughs> I want a cracking performance, a high-scoring game, and a replay back at the one call. Thank you. There you can go. And uh, Clive, the chief elf. What about yourself? Just one word, and you can use it in your combo. Consolidation. Consolidation. That's what I forgot to do at the end. Um, again, Clive, you've saved the show. Uh, last week, um, I couldn't be bothered to clip it all out because it was at different parts of the show, but I'm going to try and get it all in one link this time. Uh, I want key commentary words, please, um, to play bingo. Uh, Clive, yours was again, remind me. Consolidation. Consolidation. I thought you had a different word earlier. Rebel or something like that. I don't know. Reveling. It wasn't yeah. my words. I uh, said reveling Mr. in it. Mr. Wilson. This is a beauty for you, Craig. Get this one in. Salubrious. Ooh. <laughs> Get your Me. dictionary out first. <laughs> what does it mean, <laughs> it mean I Alan? I can't even <laughs> bloody spell it. So. <laughs> <laughs> Salubrious. Right. What does it mean? 
I'm going to have to Google basically, that. Basically, it's good. You know, you're good at something. Oh, it's very good. <sighs> All right. <laughs> you know. I'm going to have a salubrious cup of tea in a minute. It's that winnering, Craig. Oh, that was salubrious. All right, fair exactly. enough. Exactly. Right. Come on, Cam. Come on, Cam. Uh, Swaztech. Swaztech? How the bloody hell are you? You bloody idiot. <laughs> Craig will get the reference. Yes, yeah, it's, yeah, it's Swaztech, isn't it, from the YouTubers? That's yeah. a ridiculous word from you. I'm gonna, I might get a dog bark in there as well because I think that's what your dog's trying to tell me, Alan, to try and get. A, what about? If, I'll tell you what. I'll get a wolf. I'll get a wolf reference in. I mean, to be fair, it's the end of the show. It does always get a bit rough around the edges. Uh, <laughs> Would have been a better joke, Cam, oh, if you just had wolf around the around the edges. But there you go, Nathan. Come on, give me your word, and it can't be galvanized, solidified, or toxicity because I've done that every single one. Re-energized. <laughs> I like it. Ooh. If you want to send me one, uh, follow us on Twitter or on MTFC Matters uh, on Facebook as well. We'll try and get you it. You need to in. do some actual commentary, you know, just not just sit there for 90 minutes for saying all these words if you get everyone else to do Craig, I will. <laughs> Craig, let's step this up a bit. All those words, you've got to slip into one sentence. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, so, Salubius Quastec or whatever it is. I have no idea what that'll be. But... <laughs> <laughs> I might have to do that. I might have to do that in my He's final game before. I... Salubrious Quastec. <laughs> I might have to do that in my final game before I hand it back to Steve-O, to be honest, and go out in a blaze of glory. But there you go, uh, boys. Thank you very, very much um, for getting involved. Let's hope on Saturday for less of this. Mansfield have nicked it away, and Hawkins can try and clear this. He goes long direction, looking for Reese Oates. It's Oates up against Tony Craig, and Oates has won it to the right of the box. The keeper's backpedalling. Here's Reese Oates. Needs to get the ball out of his feet. Reese Oates will find Lapsley. Lapsley. Goes for Hewitt, and Hewitt skews the ball over the top of the stand into the car park where my car is parked. And if my windscreen is smashed, there'll be a bill going Elliot Hewitt's way. And more of this. Here's Maris, finds Ollie Hawkins on the left-hand side. Good right foot ball with the outside of his boots to Reeks Oates. Oates shoots, and Oates will put the ball into the back of the net. Reeks Oates stands, throws his arms wide in front of the Mansfield Town support, and he puts Mansfield Town back into the lead. My thanks, as always, to all of you guys in the comments for getting involved. And, of course, to my top, top team, the full house tonight, Clive Parkin, Nathan Edge, Cam Felton, and, of course, Sir Alan Wilson. Can Manfield Town progress to round three of the FA Cup as they take on League One strugglers Doncaster Rovers? If you can't get, if you're doing a Nathan Edge and have got something more pressing on, make sure you join me on Mansfield 103.2. It's on FM only for full match commentary. Build-up starts from 1 o'clock. Join us again next week as well as we look back on that Doncaster game. We'll try and get on on Monday. If not, we'll be on on Wednesday after the Carlisle game as well. Lots and lots coming up for Mansfield Town over the next week or so. It's going to be a busy one and let's hope that it's a winning one. This is the show for the fans, by the fans. Why? Because Mansfield always matters. Until next time, have a great remainder of your week. Come on, you stag.
It's the season of goodwill, and here at Mansfield Matters HQ, we're going to be giving away a maximum of 12 mugs. All right, less of a festive tie-in and more of me needing space in my car boot. Anyway, starting on Saturday, we'll be posting an anagram of a former player or manager on our social media pages, and all you have to do is work out who it is. We'll keep note of who's entered and put those names into a mug, and then draw out 12 people who will each win, yes, you guessed it, a mug! As ever, there's a few rules. You can enter all 12 days and give yourself 12 chances to win, but you can only enter each day once. The first answer you give on a post, we will take that one. You can enter in the following ways. You can comment on each daily post. However, you do run the risk of giving others the correct answer, but hey-ho, it's only a bit of fun. You can send us a direct message on that particular day with the correct answer, or keep notes of all the anagrams and use the Google form link, which we'll make live on day 12 to send us all of your answers. It couldn't be more simple, although I know that you, Nathan, Cam, Clive, and the rest of you guys will find a loophole that I've not thought of and try and exploit it. Enjoy and shammy stirrers from us all at Flame Sin Set Tram. That's Merry Christmas from us all at Mansfield Matters. Mugs. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the Talk Sport Fan Network. Talk Sport. Powered by fans.